Hi everybody, welcome to my Friends with Wheels podcast. Today, I talk with Angela Fritz, a physical therapist at Seattle Children's, about her work with children and how she helps them improve their mobility and or regain their mobility that they once lost. I hope you tune in for, to this episode of this podcast and enjoy. Okay, so tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in physical therapy. Hi, um, my name is Angela Fritz. Um, my pronouns are she and her, and my visual description is I'm a white woman with uh, brown hair to a little longer than my shoulders and blue eyes, and I'm wearing AirPods today, but normally I'm wearing hearing aids in my ear. Um, I am a physical therapist in Seattle. I work at Seattle Children's Hospital and I work with um, babies and um, kids, primarily infants. Um, And I actually, my first experience with physical therapy was when I was in middle school and I was in a PE class and there was a a friend of mine who had Down syndrome who was in my my PE class. And at the school I went to at the time, uh, there was no options for her, like as far as like adaptive PE or anybody to kind of help her through our PE class. And so I, um, as her friend, and I was always really interested in exercise and movement. And so for the whole year, I would, um, the PE class, I would adapt all of our activities so that she could participate with us. And I didn't realize it at the time, but that was sort that's sort of like what PT does is we find, um, barriers to inclusion and to um, specifically around movement and uh, mobility. And we help people um, to like break down those barriers in order to access movement and, and, you know, explore their life. And so that was sort of like my initial intro into PT. And then I went to the University of Washington for physical therapy school and uh, graduated in 2014. And I've been working in pediatrics ever since then. And I love it. Mm-hmm, that's cool. Um, I'm also a UW alum, by the way. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Go Huskies. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, shout out to my, my fellow school. Um, anyway, if I could move on, like what sorts of things do you do as a physical therapist, you know, because I know it's pretty broad, like. Yeah, um, physical therapy is a really wide uh, field. Um, physical therapists are pretty much everywhere throughout the medical, educational, social setting. So PTs work in schools, they work in workplaces, they work in hospitals, they work in clinics. Um, and so I, um, I work in two different settings. I work in the hospital at Seattle Children's Hospital with infants. So that's um, a lot in the NICU or the neonatal ICU with um, premature infants, medically complex infants. Um, And I work also like um, other areas of the hospital wherever there's babies. And then I do some community-based outpatient um, follow-up, working with a wider range of kids and a variety of diagnoses. So in the NICU, the work that I do looks really different than the work I do in the clinic. Um, so in the NICU, um, it's a lot about uh, protecting babies' environments to be as supportive for development as possible. So we work on providing um, you know, graded sensory input and helping parents um, be able to connect and hold and 
um, be involved in their child's care, even in the midst of this medical setting. Um, and in the clinic, I generally, um, you know, babies are stable from a medical perspective and they're at home and they come to see me um, at the clinic. And so in, in that setting, we're, our goals are a little bit different. We're kind of, we're working on um, progressing developmental milestones, meeting um, gross motor goals, helping kids move, helping kids play, helping kids explore. Mm -hmm. Well, that's cool. So like, what sorts of things do you look at when evaluating, you know, a patient who has a um, physical disability and you, and sort of like, what sorts of things do you do to like, make sure that they um, become independent and self-sufficient as, as best they can? I know it's a two-parter. So uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, well, in the NICU, um, the babies that I meet um, generally don't have a disability yet, um, but are at high risk for developing physical disabilities. Um, and so my role there is, um, I think, really important to kind of educate families from the beginning about what disability looks like and, um, and helping to instill in them um, a sense of being empowered to help their baby grow and thrive and, um, and explore their world, um, no matter what their physical abilities look like. And I also have a disability. So I have, uh, I was born with moderate to severe hearing loss. Um, I mentioned that I wear hearing aids and I've had a very long history of dealing with um, internalized ableism around my own disability. And so part of what I like to do with these families, especially in their early stages of maybe getting a diagnosis that might indicate some disability later on, um, is to really help them see the power that comes from the disabled identity as well. And I think in the medical setting, we often are so focused on the impairments and fixing people and um, making them be normal. Um, but really there's so much beauty in diversity. And um, I think disability is a perfect example of that and how people can do things differently and um, still live like beautiful, successful, productive, happy lives. And so in the clinic setting, um, now that the babies are kind of home and stable, uh, my role really gets to be to help them carry that out into action. And so um, things that I look for are restrictions to mobility. So I look at range of motion, you look at strength, um, we look at what kinds of mobility they currently have available to them. And then we look at supplementing those things. So if a lack of range of motion is impacting their ability to move, then we use strategies to give them more mobility and more range of motion. Um, I'm also a really big fan of using adaptive equipment um, and different being creative with equipment to give mobility. So I am a really big fan of the program called Go Baby Go, which is a program where they adapt um, ride on cars, like the little like Barbie Jeeps that you used to see, you know, and mm -hmm. well, I used to see when I was a kid and they adapt them so that kids with disabilities can um, can use those as a form of mobility to get around. Um, so I love the creativity that gets to come from my job as well to help kids meet their goals and do what they want to do in their lives. Mm, that's cool. I have heard of baby, Go Baby Go before, so I'm all too familiar with that. <clears throat> <laughs> if, if, um, I, my next question here is what tools and strategies do you use to like make children in particular be able to like 
I walk again or like do certain tasks. I know, I know I already kind of, you kind of leaned into, leaned into that a little bit more, but if you could elaborate on that. Yeah. So, um, one of the things I love most about PT is that it's not, um, well, honestly, most of medicine, it's not a specific science. There's so much of um, an aspect of like creativity and artistry that comes with it. And so it's really fun to, you know, work with a family and work with a baby and, and use the tools that I have from my training and my education and my experience to come up with innovative ways to help people meet their goals. So some of my favorite treatment strategies are um, like walking through what families do at home and what things are challenging and seeing how we can help facilitate success in that area. Um, I have a little piece of equipment called a Joey crawler, which is basically like a little um, kind of like a little surfboard on wheels. And so I can strap babies in and we can help them work on crawling because the Joey crawler is on wheels and helps them, you know, move faster. So if that's their goal, we put them in the Joey and we, you know, blow bubbles for motivation or have their parents sitting there cheering them on. And we practice those motor skills so that they can hopefully translate those into the clinic. Um, I'm also a big fan of using gait trainers and wheelchairs early on so that you know, if kids aren't able to walk at this time, or maybe walking isn't their goal, um, that they can still have access to um, exploration and their environment and getting into trouble and being curious. And so um, I really like to use equipment in my sessions as well, which include like, I have um, baby ankle weights that are like a quarter of a pound ankle weights that I'll strap on to get, give it a little bit of extra resistance training to build muscle strength. So um, I love to be creative in my interventions and really partner with the families because they're the most important factor for success throughout the, the child's life. Mm -hmm. You talk about like the families and stuff. So like, who are like the main stakeholders that you partner with? Is it the parents? Is it the child? You know, who's involved? Yeah, so um, in the NICU, it's it's kind of different. So in the NICU, it's a very, it's very much a medical setting. Um, so oftentimes, um, a lot of the responsibilities and the, you know, power is taken away from the parents in that setting, and it's given to the medical team, right? Like the doctors are the ones who are in charge of the medical plan, and they're the ones who are um, kind of leading the charge. And so one part of my role is to help the parents to empower them to also take charge. Like ultimately they know their baby best. And yes, the medical team has their areas of expertise and all the different specialists um, are very crucial to the baby's development. But ultimately the family is at the center of that baby's care and they need to be and deserve to be involved in every step of the way. Um, so educating parents I think is crucial um, and also working with all those specialists because as a PT, I have a bit of a different lens. My lens is development. My lens is looking at the baby as a whole and what, what life is gonna look like for them as they move forward. Um, and so I think um, PTs can often have a unique perspective Perspective amongst the medical setting to kind of like tie in all these different pieces from other specialty providers and look at the picture of the baby as a whole. Um, so the families are always at the center. And then, you know, the, the medical providers are also really important in the NICU setting. And then in the clinic setting, um, families are key. And depending on the age of the kid, 
the kids are always involved in our therapy sessions. So I always want to know what their interests are, what their goals are, um, what things are their favorite motivators for therapy and beyond, what activities they're interested in going in, um, and really use that to help drive our sessions. Um, other stakeholders include uh, their teachers or their school therapists, if they're a school-aged kid, ensure that we're kind of crossing all the different areas of their life to make sure we're optimizing participation in all the different settings. Um, and then I also think it's important to make sure that we're um, kind of keeping in mind um, any other like extracurriculars that the kids are involved in. So if they're playing soccer, if they have adaptive swim lessons, um, those are good people for us to partner with as well. And mm -hmm. at the clinic I work at, um, I'm lucky to have a really um, powerful team that is at our clinic. So we also have social work, nutrition, medical services, dental services, um, care coordination, community coordination. Like there's so many different resources. And so it's really amazing to get to partner with them to be able to support families holistically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. So like, finally, how can physical therapy, you know, like help a patient live the best quality of life, you know, like how can it you know, basically make a difference in their lives? Oh man, I could talk about this forever. Um, I think there's lots of different ways, but um, basically um, as physical therapists, we believe that uh, that movement and mobility is medicine and that um, mobility is a basic human right. And mobility doesn't have to mean walking. Mobility means you get to move around your environment and explore in a way that is meaningful to you. Um, and there's so many ways that we can get to that, whether your restriction to mobility is pain or a disability or a surgery or a trauma, um, physical therapists can really help you to identify the barriers to participating in your highest quality of life. And we can help you um, work on getting, getting you there through a partnership that is really powerful, um, really impactful, and really fun. Physical therapy is fun. Mm -hmm. I bet it is. All right, everybody, that does it for today's episode of my Friends with Wheels podcast. Today, I talked with Angela Fritz, a physical therapist at Seattle Children's, about her work with children and babies and how she helps those individuals regain their ability to walk and improve their movement. Anyway, I hope you tune in for more episodes of this podcast. Till then, have a wonderful day. Bye-bye, everyone.